0: State Conservatives Podcast, episode 161. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the infamous Gabe Montalvo and our resident vegan, Amani, a.k.a. Red Pill Die Carly. Before we get started, just a reminder to visit our website at State Conservative Network.com for all of our blogs, videos, audio, and merch, which is guaranteed to melt liberal faces off like the goddamn Ark of the Covenant. It's getting cold outside, so grab your pumpkin spice lattes and get a new hoodie to keep you warm. Use code amani 10 or Gabe10 for a 10% discount, the commission for that code will go to whichever, whichever host you prefer. So if you like Gabe, use his. If you like Amani's, use hers. And we will save Gabe's tears in a jar and sell them on eBay for later consumption. But getting into it, guys, the confirmation hearings for the glorious ACB have been just absolutely absurd. I mean, between Kamala Harris making campaign speeches, and I'm pretty sure at one time she did the Wakanda forever thing. I don't know exactly where she was going with that, but we also had Senator Moana from Hawaii challenging Cory Booker for the dumbest person in the Senate award. Both of them just asking the most asinine questions. Cory Booker, I might have taken the cake on that one, but we'll discuss that in a second. But basically what we got from this is that there's no legal reason not to confirm ACB, and there's no actual reason to not confirm her. She has a stellar record. She is, by all accounts, a model citizen. And she's a she's a she's an originalist. She understands that her job is to take the Constitution and apply it to the cases in front of her. You know, they tried to goad her several times into speaking about Roe v. Wade. They tried to speak to get her to be like, "Yeah, uh, I'm going to be another Justice Scalia," which she refused to do. You know, she outsmarted basically the entire Senate with no notes in front of her. Gabe, what did you see from this?
1: I mean, at this point, when I was watching the confirmation hearing, I thought that um, the ghost of Scalia was going to come out and it was going to become a court battle, whether or not they were going to let the ghost of Scalia actually sit on the, um, on the Supreme Court uh, once again. Uh, but the biggest takeaway I find is that she is not going to be Scalia, as you said. Uh, and I'm not entirely sure why they kept circling back. And I am proud of the Democrats, though, uh, because they didn't use uh, ACB's religion against her no they just her
0: race in her gender it's fine yeah that's cool
1: yeah well i mean you gotta pick and choose your battles here i mean at this point uh if i'm gonna get in trouble for saying this if the pope isn't gonna defend catholics i guess it's up to us to defend each other so i'm jewish oops. i wouldn't know uh yeah i mean i'm protestant but anyways moving forward uh no i think it was i i think it was a lot of uh grandstanding that we found from the democratic party talking about Roe v. Wade and different cases that had nothing to do with what was at hand, just to try and give, just to try and get, in my opinion, sound bites to try and find out uh, what would make the best headline to try and make ACV come out as a radical right winger that they were so de- desperately trying to prove that she was. I think again, we're finding someone who is a constitutionalist above all else, which is something that you want to have, or someone that you want to have actually serving on the Supreme Court, someone that isn't necessarily partial to one side or the other. We might not like it if she, you know, in the future rules for or against what conservatives or Republicans may be for or against traditionally, but if it's in line with the Constitution, I think we should be able to get behind it because above all else, it's the Republic over the party. Uh, Aside from that, I think Senator uh, Ted Cruz said it best that what this hearing has shown is that she will be confirmed. There's no reason why she shouldn't be
0: and that she will be. there's, There's definitely not. And I mean... Amy Klobuchar, the fact that anyone considered her to run for president is she's a moron. She's I'm sorry, she's a moron. I don't care how that comes off. She's very dumb. She's a dumb person. And Cory Booker's a, Cory Booker just showed that he is. I uh, he I think he might be the dumbest person in the entire District of Columbia. That includes like all the pe- homeless people on the street. It's Cory Booker. Like it's just it's really ridiculous. Amani, what what did you get from watching this?
2: I honestly don't see why she's not going to be confirmed. She is absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm very upset that a lot of women aren't getting behind her. Somehow they assume that she's going to overturn, overturn women's rights, right? I don't. The media has just infected our brains with all these preconceptions of what she's going to do, and she hasn't even been confirmed yet. And she's absolutely brilliant, Catholic, mother of seven. I can't even believe that they actually asked her to disavow white supremacy when she adopted Haitian children. Are you kidding me? It, it, it's a joke. It's a virtue signaling joke. I do agree with um, you know Cory Booker and Klobuchar. They were, it, it, there was nothing new presented there. It was actually frustrating because they all had, the, I mean, their, everything that they had was obviously pre, pre-written by some intern somewhere, some staff member. These people had like 18 binders to ask the same question over and over and over again. Meanwhile, she was just she was wrecking them. She absolutely wrecked them. Um, and you can see that by the media just scrambling to call her some some kind of right wing activist when all she wants to do is read the Constitution the way it's meant to be read, the way that it was written at the time of its ratification. And they somehow conservatives. For wanting to stick to the traditional norms, the way that our founding fathers wrote them out to be, somehow that makes it a political issue. But when they want to change everything completely, lie, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. But um, she's absolutely brilliant, and I can't wait for her to be confirmed and see the liberals melt their faces off i mean say.
1: it's about empowering women until we actually get a, a very successfully level-headed uh woman on there and just they they don't know what to do and i actually know somebody his name is greg asabalkian uh, out in washington dc and he was like, he basically held up a sign that says feminists say you believe all women but why won't you believe this one uh, something along those lines so, uh, and it makes sense it's it's really just a lot of hypocrisy trying to find buzzwords. I mean, they even brought up um, something about her trying to take away LGBT uh, rights uh, and that they're under attack uh, in, the, in the United States. And I'm thinking like, there's no laws that are actively prosecuting uh, people within the LGBT plus community in an unconstitutional fashion or any sort of way that would deem that, you know, people are, are being hunted in the, in the streets for being who they are. If anything, you're being encouraged to be who you are in the streets with, the you know, uh, with the societal norms. And you have these huge uh, giant corporations telling you to be who you are and not being afraid to set the new trends. And I'm tired of seeing these freaking commercials. But I don't really find anyone that's saying that, they're, that they've been oppressed. And it's, it's just a narrative that's being pushed saying, well, look, minorities in this country are being attacked, even though it's majority by other minorities and that, uh, you know, L- the LGBT community is, ha- is on the threat of having the rights taken away by whom there hasn't been a huge Repo- like Christian Republican, you know, right wing, uh, caucus coming out of the Senate saying they would want to repeal, um, the uh, marriage equality. Exactly. Yeah. But so it, what's the point?
0: It Gabe, if it, it, their whole thing is that they don't, it comes into a fundamental difference in the ideology between the right and the left. So I'm constantly asked, well, not all Democrats are bad, right? I'm like, no, but their ideology is extremely flawed. They don't understand what the government's job is or how it's supposed to function. And you, and they brought it up when they started talking about court packing, right? Joe Biden refuses to answer the question, are you going to pack the courts? And if you look at all the people online, if you look at um, Stephen Crowder did his uh, Change My Mind with all these leftists come up and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm in favor of Joe, of Joe Biden packing the courts because then it'll be more representative of the people, right? The court will be more representative of who we are as Americans. I'm like, hey, dum-dums, that's not their job. You have representatives in the legislature who are there to represent you. The courts are not for that. Again, they do not understand how the government's supposed to work. They want RBG. They want an activist judge. A judge's job is not to be an activist. We see all these issues going on right now in the criminal justice system with activist judges letting these people out of jail, letting them go home, letting them out with no bail, and they're committing more crimes. When judges are not applying the Constitution or the law to the cases, bad things happen. That's them not doing their jobs. This woman said she's going to do her job, which is the only thing that they need to know. But they don't want that because if she does that they can't push through their radical agendas they want the court to be a law-making body they want everything in government to work for them and that's not the way it works why do they want that because they despise the constitution because the constitution keeps them small right this whole argument of whether or not trump had the right to nominate someone in an election year the right it's his duty the, the, roles, the role of the government is clearly defined in the Constitution. It's not a suggestion. Those are the rules for the government. The government is what, isn't what what you want it to be. It's what is in the Constitution. Because if it was what I wanted it to be, now it's selective tyranny, right? Because if I'm in charge, I can now force everyone to live how I want them to live. That's selective tyranny. That's not okay. I don't, because guess what? Right now we have control. Guess what? In January, the left could have control. And then, you know, four years from then, we could be back into control. So I the whole sure, like the, like the,
2: wouldn't jump on this opportunity.
0: Exactly. This,
2: exactly. They actually had this opportunity four years ago, and the justice wasn't confirmed because they didn't share the same party. That was it. They had a split party. And a lot of people don't know that this is not something new. I believe the number is 29, that 29 times. In history, there has been a seat to fill in an election year. Out of the 29 times, 10 of them were, uh, there was a nominee. what is it? Like the, oh, the party was the same. The Senate and the the executive branch share the same party. And out of those 10, 10 nine of them were confirmed. So the new thing, like the media is trying to make it seem like this has never been seen before. And like somehow Trump isn't in, his, or President Trump isn't in his, you know, authority to nominate. And it's bananas you have all these activist students saying oh i don't feel like like it's the right thing to do because we need to wait to see who the country chose it last time i checked trump is still president until january the country chose four years ago who our president is going to be that was trump now it is trump's duty it would be him not fulfilling his duty if he didn't nominate a judge
1: well, I think what's I think what's uh, worse, if we're coming at it, looking at it from a morality perspective, uh, are people yelling into the cameras, telling that or telling people or wishing that RGB uh, was alive until at least after the election, that she would just hold out until after the election. They just
0: assume that, that Biden would win. They, the left always assumes
1: they're going to win. Same thing happened with Hillary Clinton. People didn't realize that no one liked
0: Hillary Clinton. Bill Clinton doesn't like Hillary Clinton. That's why That's why Donald Trump is president. If they would have had any legitimate candidate, Donald Trump would not be president right now. And they still don't have a legitimate candidate. They are running the corpse of Joe Biden. How against dare possibly you? Possibly one of the most popular presidents in the last 30 to 40 years. It's a joke. They don't understand. It's like that face. It's like that. What was that the commercial with the old women and the Facebook and they have the photos on the wall? And she's like, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. They don't understand how any of this works. They don't know what they're doing. They still think that people want you know, virtue signaling during sports, NBA ratings tanked, NFL ratings tanked. No one wants this. The average American does not want this stuff. The people who want that are these activist students and these far left, lonely you know, women with 50 cats where they have pixie posters on the wall and cat turds everywhere. These are the people who want all this virtue signaling. That is not something the average American wants. The average American, I've said this before on this podcast, when people are at work, when the economy is good, 99% of the people are happy. People want to work. They want to make a living. They want to be with their family. They want to live their life. The problem that we have is that people bought in to this loud minority of people who are screaming at the top of their lungs that America is this terrible place. And the majority of Americans do not believe that. And we saw it in 2016 when Donald Trump trounced Hillary Clinton in the Electoral College. And if I'm gonna predict, I'm gonna say, we're gonna see it again when he's going to trounce Joe Biden in the Electoral College at least, if not have a shot at the popular vote. I'm just, I'm just
1: gonna go ahead and say that. Nah. Actually,
2: George, sorry, Joe
1: Jorgensen. Joe Jorgensen's got the popular vote. I'm telling you that right now, 100%. Sorry, go ahead, I'm answer. Yes,
2: um, well, times like these are when I, I actually was in, well, I wasn't an activist, I was just, I thought I was apolitical, I just, it sounded nice when we saw that Hillary had won the popular vote, I was like, well, wait a minute, the popular vote, that means that we all want her, right? Well, Money, I'm,
0: Amani, you just but, said exactly what the problem I is, want, it's always about it so sounding nice. nice. My own ass. That's the entire left's <laughs> platform is it sounds nice, right? It sounds nice, but it's not the real world.
2: It's not. And, and, and back then, I was like, I was very on board with that because I had been brainwashed to think the same way. Now, many people find or, or are pushing this idea that we need to get rid of the Electoral College because for the moment, I mean, hopefully, if they break out of the, the matrix, they're gonna have a very rude awakening when you realize that that's mob rule so i love that we have an electoral college and honestly like all these people that we see outside right burning things down you are not the resistance okay when the corporations that you claim are corrupt and and and, you know are are just stealing and exploiting poor people and, and black and brown people those very same people are virtue signaling creating billboards i can't even drive anywhere without seeing some form of virtue signaling you know, picket post on someone's yard, you're not the resistance. And that should really tell you something. You are not being edgy. You're not being different. If you are on the same side as the establishment, you actually have to kind of sit down and evaluate what's going on around you. And it makes me mad that, you know, we're all angry about this. And half of America doesn't even know that this is happening.
0: No, but it's, ri- it's really ridiculous because they claim it's like, oh, the system's so racist, right? The city is not helping the people. The police in the city are, are hunting down minorities. Your entire city is run top to bottom by Democrats. And these are the people you're voting for. So you are voting for this, the racist system set forth by the Democrats. And you keep doing it. Why? Because you're a big dum-dum. And if you look what happened with Ice Cube, Ice Cube actually met with the Trump administration Because they came to him and he was like, oh, listen, I want to have a plan. And they were like, yeah, come on in. Give us some suggestions. And guess what? Now he's being blackballed by the left. They are Mm -hmm. going after him hard. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. The guy who wrote the song, Fuck the Police. That's the guy. The guy who a few months ago was posting anti-Semitic tweets and supporting Nick Cannon or whatever the hell they were doing with that nonsense and going after Trump. Now because he met with the guy, this is the problem is they don't want to, again, they don't want to fix a problem. They don't want to, because Colin Kaepernick could go to the White House and speak to the president. All these people who are marching the street, they could go to the White House and meet to the meet with the president. President Trump will meet with any so any black celebrity. He will meet with any celebrity. He loves himself some celebrities. This is a guy who ran a show called The Celebrity Apprentice, where he just brought celebrities in to be around him. He will talk to any of them. He took suggestions from Kim Kardashian. He will meet with any celebrity, but no, I'm not gonna go because, uh, because I'm too woke to go talk to the president. Yeah, shut the hell up. Sit down and go sit at home on election day again, you punks.
1: Didn't Colin Kaepernick reject uh, the offer to go to the White House? Yes, he probably okay. he, probably, he probably wouldn't go because it was white. He he was raised by white family. I'm sorry. Why can't was...
0: it be the Black House? I mean, I, I swear to God, if they put a if they put a uh hijab on it, I swear to God, Colin Kaepernick would have accepted the invitation
1: i mean were you trying to make a pun saying "blackball," Devin? no
0: that was completely by accident
1: okay sure
0: i'm just that good people
1: (laughs) i'm sure you are but looking at this the the same people that were like yeah we support ice cube through and through yeah stick it to the man is now as you said getting blackballed and it's really interesting because this is someone that wants to actually help the community ice cube then further uh you know went along to explain this to people on twitter and said to them guess what this isn't a partisan issue and this is someone that actually wanted to help me out here this is someone that actually wants to to hear what i have to say he said the democrats you, you know also approached me about this issue as well so good on the country for actually coming together on this one and at the same time if people actually got their heads out of their asses for one second and just say hey this guy is actually been through the struggle actually escaped the ghetto actually rose up maybe he knows a thing or two about how to you know build wealth how to actually you know make money actually know what the urban life is like what the urban city life is like and how to actually improve urban living because just because you live in a highly populated dense urban area doesn't necessarily mean it has to be overrun with crime drugs prostitution sex trafficking uh, all the negatives stereotypes that come with it so what do we actually take the suggestions of someone who escaped it and built something for himself.
0: Well, Gabe, I I, Gabe, I heard that he went to Joe Biden and Joe Biden said, you don't deserve to help me with this plan. And you'll have to wait till after I'm
1: elected to find out what I'm going to do. Right. I forgot. Joe Biden doesn't like telling people his plan. You know, it's funny that SNL. You have
0: to pass it to know what's in it.
1: <laughs> SNL made those same jokes about John McCain. About uh, when he was going to be, when he was going to get, when he was running for office, Uh, they said, uh, well, John McCain, what's your plan? And the SNL actor was like, "Ah, just elect me and you'll see. Just elect me and you'll see. Now we're seeing the same thing for Biden. The difference is this time they had to find the most out there person, otherwise known as Jim Carrey, to give life to the Joan Biden character. The Joe Biden that we saw during the election and that we've been seeing this past um, election cycle is not the same Jim Carrey, Joe Biden. They literally had to bring out the most outrageous, energetically filled person that they can find in Hollywood and, you know, dress them up to make him look like the, I'd say, most low energy uh, corpse of a candidate that we've seen.
0: I mean, Joe Biden, if if you're going to bring Jim Carrey in to be Joe Biden, at least have him be like the mask version of Joe Biden. Like, Joe Biden wanders off on the stage, he puts on the mask, and he's like, Despacito time, boys! And it's just completely inappropriate for the next 30 minutes, and goes around like, forcibly touching women, you know, just like in The Mask, where he grabs Cameron Diaz, and he forcibly kisses her, and dances with her. Joe Biden does the exact same thing, he just can't move as fast.
1: <laughs> right, that's why he goes for the children that are already standing next to him, not out in the audience. Their, their yeah. legs are shorter, they can't run as fast. Oh my god. Well,
2: This uh, confirmation hearing took an Orwellian turn. I mean, we've already already been seeing that we're living in Orwellian times by the uh, redefinition of um, uh, racism, right? To not just be the definition that we all know, which is uh, judging someone or or, or assuming someone's mental capacity by the color of their skin, um, and changing that into meaning that if you have power, then you can, be, or you are racist. But if you don't have power, that doesn't matter how horrible you are. You can't be racist, right? right you can't be racist. Um, and the same thing happened. because people we because they're in charge. five minutes ago, we were using the word preference. I never, ever thought that preference would be an issue. That this is a complete non-issue that they turn into an issue. But that's 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 what the media does. It's like you know, in, in 1984, when when the Democrats say something, it becomes. Like the world, the establishment will, will shift and move everything it needs to in order to make what they said, their lie, become truth, at least when you go on Google and type it up, right? They, did so, it with the assault rifle. Uh,
0: they changed the definition of assault rifle. Merriam-Webster actually went in the same day and changed the definition of preference and added something at the bottom for offensive and added a sexual preference.
2: Right. And in 1984, when the party just all of a sudden changed something that you knew, it was like, wait, five minutes ago, weren't we at war with these other people? And it's like, no, they will go in immediately in real time, delete every, all past historical records, so that if you were to look back, it, it all reflects what they said today. It is scary. It is actually really scary. And, um, you know, Joe Biden and Trump, what these are people that and hopefully, I hope, that we do not see Joe, I do not want to see Joe Biden's face again in four years. I if we,
0: Joe Biden we better, might not make it another four years. I don't know. He's not looking too good.
2: So what we need to take it into account now is this, this crazy, you know, editing of our reality, where conservatives are the only ones that are really trying to hold on to a modicum of normalcy. And the, the left has gone so has turned so radical that us here that are just like, wait, wait a minute, weren't we just using Latinos and Latinas five minutes ago? Now we're the bigots, now we're the racists. It's 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 actually really scary. I mean, what do yep. you guys think about this Right. Movie? Well,
0: the left pulls everything out of the communist playbook. The left pulls everything out of the communist playbook. Right now, they are literally, they are Stalin deleting people out of photos. They are literally just changing history and they are just making things the way that they want them to be. And they're lying, they're literally lying through their teeth. And the fact that the American people, a lot of the American people, don't see it, is probably the scariest thing.
2: Or they move with it, right? Like next thing I, next thing I know, you're gonna be, you know, at dinner with, with a bunch of friends, and somebody's gonna say, "Oh, don't use preference. It's it's, uh, it's actually it's offensive now." And I'm gonna feel like I'm in the twilight zone.
0: You, you need know, new friends. You, you know what you do there, Amani? <laughs> you know what you do? You know what you do? I do the same thing with it's family or friends. I go, "Now nah, I'm good. I'm good."
2: <laughs> I guess. I guess i'm just gonna have to i just i feel like punching myself in the face i don't know what to do anymore it's like every five minutes they're changing terms around which is what they love to do they want to do to the constitution it's like oh it's this living breathing document then you know we have to look into our heart for empathy to really really get to know what the constitution is saying it's like no this is why we need originalists because it's
0: written in english it's pretty simple
2: yeah yeah so I mean what do you guys think about this whole changing of the terms and I mean Booty is that his name Buddha I can't it. Booty
0: Jet. Booty something. There's definitely Bo- booty something going on there.
1: How dare you He was in the Navy, of course. And uh, sorry. We <laughs> <laughs> well, as I will face a tribunal. Uh, <laughs> up against the wall. We find that you guys suck. All right. So we find that um, mostly Evan. All right. So what we find is that um, words do change along with how the culture takes the word and how they will define it. And eventually words evolve. And there's a difference between that and literally just trying to make up for someone who says lies. And that's where why, why we on the show are saying that it is or- Orwellian because we're finding that not, this isn't a, vastly widely accepted term. These are things that people are using as a means to control, what peop- how, control how people's speech patterns are. And that's when it starts to get very, very scary. It's when you have a select few making a decision for the majority. Now you might think, well, is that our government? No, it's not, because we here elect people to represent us in our government who will ideally represent what we voted for them for on their platforms. That is what separates us from mob rule. That is also a very big difference when you have literal corporatism and a big, uh, sorry, corporate interests really trying to shift everything what we understand as normal. And I don't think that we should really stand by it whatsoever. And the biggest point is for me currently because today we're filming this on the last day of Hispanic Heritage Month, not Latin X month, but now we're finding that it's a slow creep. This year in 2019 it wasn't Hispanic Heritage Month. It was Latin X plus Hispanic Heritage Month. So if we were to look it's at the original, <laughs> I Apparently, but if we look at the if we look at what Latin X is It's supposed to be an all-inclusive term for people that are from, you know, the South American, Caribbean, Spanish-speaking you know, countries, Central American as well. So are you saying that it is the double month for double the people? Or is it you're saying that it's X because now Latin X is a specific different group, even though it's supposed to be all-inclusive, it's a different group of Hispanics or Latinos that happen to be non-binary or trans or whatnot that don't identify? I mean, I feel like we're getting philosophically here with the questioning, but if you're going to play word semantics, these are things that people have to really take into light in a literal sense and say, okay, enough with the metaphors. Look at what the actual commonality is of all this. And it's really just trying to redefine how we view things by changing the definitions of things on the spot to fit someone else's worldview. And that's not true. That's not correct.
0: No, it's not. And it's really kind of, I'm going to go ahead and do this. It's really racist by the woke mob on the left because if if we took all asian americans right and if chinese people are not the same as japanese people they're not the same as south koreans north koreans vietnamese people from thailand people from the philippines these are all different cultures these are all different nations so why is it okay to lump in mexican americans with ecuadorian uh, americans not ecuadorian mexicans that'd be a little weird um argentinian americans chilean americans these are all different countries with different cultures, with different histories, different customs. These are not the same. They're not a monolith. And it's kind of, I'm saying it's kind of racist on their part to just be like, hey, everyone who speaks Spanish is exactly the same. It, it's just not true. It's the same thing when they lump in all European Americans. It's not the same thing. People from England don't have the same culture as my grandparents who, who fled Nazi Germany. Like it's a completely different name. It's a completely different culture going back over to almost over 2000 years. It's completely different. So it's really just it's ignorant on their parts and them trying to be so accepting of diversity. They are eliminating diversity because they're saying that you can only be this way if you are from this area. And mm-hmm. again, their whole worldview doesn't make sense. They do not live in the real world and they're not even doing what they're trying. They're not even attempting to do what they say that they're trying to do.
2: This was, a, a, I think, over a week ago when Michelle, came out with, uh, Michelle Obama came out with a closing argument. And one of the arguments she made, um, she was very, you know, looking in the camera, trying to be very soft spoken. know um, it was very hard for her to. Speak Hi, I'm
0: Michelle that. Obama.
2: Yes. And one thing that really boils my blood is when Trump brings up the issue of Biden trying to put in affordable housing or, you know, the projects into into the suburbs, right? You know, generally, you know, well-kept neighborhoods, you know, everybody, the community takes care of each other, things like that. And, And they make that into a race issue as if in the suburbs, there's only white people. Like it's, like it's like so so you're equating the Hispanic or the, or the black experience with poverty, with crime, with with terrible schools. It's like it boils my blood because last time I checked, when LeBron and them you know get make make millions, right? Last time I checked, they move out of the ghetto. They don't go back in and build their house in the middle of you know like dead bodies and 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 drug deals going on around them, right? They move out. So well, they're not this- Hunter
0: Biden. They're not still smoking crack.
1: Yeah. Great segue. Great segue. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, <laughs> I. Right. Sorry, I was gonna go for another navy joke, but I need you to segue me into that one too. Gabe, you want to bring us into the whole uh,
0: the Hunter Biden smoking crack and being the very, um, I guess, sexy version of a homeless person. I, I mean, I guess he was going for maybe sexy, sexy crack addict porn. I'm not sure exactly what he was trying to do, but we'll segue that into
1: the Twitter censorship game. But I'm going to let you take the lead on this. All right. So, Hunter Biden, the man, the myth, the legend, where he's been, probably in his pop's basement along with him. They're probably shouldn't have coke together. That's why they're getting so skinny. Funny, th- Funny enough, though, you would think that a crackhead would have a better body than Hunter Biden does currently with all that abuse he's doing. Then again, he's probably surviving off of the, um, the life, uh, the life essence of these prostitutes that he's Joe, been hooking cra- up with. I mean,
0: Gabe, crack pipe curls don't get you jacked. It's more <laughs> for like, it's more for definition. So you're not going to build because it's the lightweight at the, at the higher, you know, the higher reps.
2: Fine motor skills, right? Your yeah. fingers. Okay. Yeah.
1: Thank you to the former LEO in the, in the podcast. I uh, yeah, no, not at all. But what do we find? We find that Hunter Biden still up to his old ways. Uh, and you know, the media is now trying to push it. Well, you know, he has mentioned that he has struggled with a crack addiction. I don't much care uh, for this because it's not like he grew up watching, you know, Joe snoring up. He probably did actually. Yeah, I he... you don't know that, game. You <laughs> yeah. don't know that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to compare it to what Aman is talking about, like in the inner city, the struggle, you know, where you had to swing coke to survive. Joe Biden's you know, children didn't necessarily have that sort of inner city struggle. Where, it is, you know, it is got hard to, talk-
0: to be the son of the worst senator in Congress and then the son of the vice president and get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do a job that you have no idea how to do and then, be- and then impregnate a stripper and then spend months smoking crack in your dad's basement hiding and from he- him so he doesn't touch you in the bad spot.
1: Yeah. Well, what we find is that Giuliani, apparently, has found uh, some records of Hunter Biden doing some not so kosher things with some not so kosher people uh, in Ukraine, uh, as well as now even reports are coming out with China China as well. Uh, And what we find is, and we can't really get into it because new information is coming out. So we don't really want to make, you know, huge accusations on this sort of stuff. We really just want to focus on what's been the aftermath of this, uh, you know, news bomb, aside from uh, Hunter Biden just being up to his old tricksies, which is the fact that Twitter has been actively censoring accounts that have been posting pictures of Hunter Biden that were on the laptop that Giuliani has found and is, is diving and into. Facebook too. Yeah, Facebook, the big, you know, the big tech uh, companies, the, you know, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Twitter will be on the way to testify in front of our wonderful legislative branch uh, soon. I think he's going to, what is it, a, a Senate hearing? I think he might have, or a congressional hearing, one of the two. Uh, that's on the way. Uh, and that recently came out earlier today. So a lot of interesting stuff is coming out of this. But what's horrible is that we're finding that the, the big tech that's talking about, oh, uh, you know, all this uh, Russian collusion, all this censorship, all this um, you, now Ukrainian collusion, now uh, and outside external forces happening uh, with the US election. What we're finding is that Twitter's doing the exact same thing, and Facebook and Instagram are doing the exact same thing that they blame Trump for doing. And what, was it, what I find was that someone on Twitter had basically said, oh, well, the GOP is just upset that they can't spread lies and misinformation anymore the way that Trump did with Russia uh, four years ago or three years ago. And I said, oh, you mean that whole thing, like that whole collusion thing that you guys didn't really have any sort of evidence on? If anything, you guys should have been investigating Biden this whole time because there's evidence to suggest that at this time, he's been involved in some deep-seated corruption with foreign governments and with foreign firms. Uh, More stuff with that come out later, but the New York Post was actually censored on account of this. And and as Senator Ted Cruz says, this is the fourth largest publication, news publication, in the country that's circulating. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think this is fair? Do you think that because they're a private uh, corporation that they're able to actually do this? Because then that raises the question of whether or not Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are um, publishers or platforms, which opens up a whole new book of legal questions.
0: Well, Gabe, they've been actively going after anyone who's conservative for years now. As everyone knows we've had our very serious issues with facebook with instagram who after forgetting that we were supposed to be shadow banned went and come like full-on censored us like super hard like we went from thousands of views on things to like 50 in the span of a day we had followers being deleted i've had people contact me to like someone deleted us deleted you from the my accounts followed I'm like, I can bet I can tell you who that is. And this is what they're doing now. They are active. Then they said, we saw this with Facebook, right? October 3rd, we are instituting these new things, which we all knew was going to influence because they want to influence the election. They are literally interfering with elections because they know the power of social media. They know if they shut down President Trump, if they shut down conservative outlets, or well, not they know, they think they can influence the outcome of the election. What they don't understand is that people have grown, grown really wise to what they've been doing, and they know the sources on where they can get the information outside of social media. So, yes, it's still a problem because it's still limiting reach. It's still limiting those people in the middle who aren't sure. They're Now they're only getting that left-wing echo chamber. It's a real problem, and the fact that these companies think that they are the arbiter of truth, that they can just decide, right? Because the whole Russian collusion thing was completely unsubstantiated. It was all based off of Russian misinformation. And they spread it around like it was the truth for years. And now that something comes from a major news outlet, they go, oh, no, it's against Biden. Nope, can't have that. Boom, shut it all down. It's a real problem because they know they understand the power that they wield. And the fact that Twitter essentially has a stranglehold on their type of platform, and so does Facebook, and essentially so does Instagram, is basically just monopolies in these areas. And there's not really any other major platform. Yes, we have Parler. The parlor is not even close to the size of Twitter. It's not even close. There's it, it, there's nothing there. So they are they are purposely targeting people for political views. And that's something that does need to be addressed. I think that if you're looking at things where all their fact checkers, right? All their fact checkers are left wing. If they are only targeting conservative accounts. Oh, sorry. They went after Louis Farrakhan. Forgot about that. But other than that, they're only going after conservative accounts. I mean, that's, that's something that really needs to be looked at. And it's not even that. We want them to, I don't want them to go after left-wing accounts. I don't want them to go after anyone. Allow people to see what they want to see and make their own decisions. Instead of saying, no, I know better than you. It's literally the Mike Bloomberg approach, right? I'm Mike Bloomberg. I know better than you. I'm going to tax your soda. Uh, You know, you don't need guns. Only I need guns to protect me. It's the same thing. It's an elitist attitude, thinking that you're better than everybody else. And honestly, I'm sick and tired of it.
2: Yeah, I'm sick and tired of it too. They've been really fabricating this narrative like, Even though the whole Russia collusion scam turned out to be, you know, a total nothing burger, like they call it, you still have a substantial portion uh, of Americans that think that there was collusion. Look at what they did in Nick Sandman. Most people don't even know that the whole thing was a lie, right? Because CNN and all of these left wing activist media sources will not actually, you know, Blow up a story and say, "Oh, we messed up," you know, in the same way that they actually came out with the story, completely, um, uh, just just bashing these people, you know, completely tarnishing their image. Um, and it does elect, um, it does interfere in elections. Um, and another thing that that just boils my blood, like with that, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying that term a lot today. Boils my blood. Is that um, Twitter came out and said, uh, you know, they, they completely, as soon as the stories were, were going around, you know, they locked uh, the press sec- secretary, um, Kaylee McEnany, from her Twitter account. They literally locked the New York Post from their Twitter account from this bombshell news story because they said that it involved hacking, right? They said that they don't go around, uh, that it's dangerous for them to, you know, allow people to spread around files that were obtained through, through hacking. And last time I checked, these weren't obtained through hacking. But if you want to talk about the uneven application of the rules, think about the tax returns, right? I'm sure Trump didn't just come out and like willy nilly release them. They it, it must have been somehow. Oh, and the sources. And those are were still never high.
0: verified either. So they're talking about not verified information. Exactly. The whole Trump taxing was not verified at what all. The spread story. It like wildfire. What about the Atlantic story? Yeah, uh, that was Atlantic completely
2: made up. Story exactly so it's it's not about conservatives saying oh do it to them too it's about uneven application of, of the rules it's like if you're gonna do something to one side you gotta do it to to everybody but but our thing is just stop doing it let people decide look at both sides of the story and then come to a conclusion you are interfering in an election when you're only allowing one side to be heard and you're propping them up on a pedestal if they're the they're the the only way in the right way but this is just an example of our government thinking that they know what that's for us That they know what you said that they know what food we need to eat they know you know how we're supposed to think how we're supposed to you know where our tax dollars should go how that they know that we they can spend our money better than we can and it's 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 very scary because this is only the beginning and a lot of people might not be they might be okay with this because like i said they're on the side of the mob now but wait till they break out of the matrix if it wasn't for the other side, if it wasn't for conservative news outlets, I would have still been in the matrix. I would have been with the mob, you know, all willy-nilly. Um, and it's it's very scary.
0: But Imani, you just proved the problem. So when, in 2016, when both sides were able to be heard, look who won. Look what's the biggest growth. So many people are walking away from the left, right? So many people are becoming conservatives. They can't allow that. Because when you hear both sides, you're not going to pick the most same people are not going to pick the insanity of the left because it doesn't make sense they need their lies they need their garbage to trash conservatives and if you allow conservatives to speak we will always always trounce their narrative because their narrative is not based in reality it's not based in truth they want to say they're all racist sexist homophobes who want to put black people back in chains right like joe biden said Mitt ron is going to put you all back in chains And we want to just take everything away from poor people. That's not true. We want people to be in control of their lives. That's it. That's it. I want to be in control of my own life. I want to pay less taxes. I want to run my life. I want you to be able to run your life. I want Gabe to be locked up in a cage down by the put. No, I'm kidding. I want Gabe to be able to run his life. This is it. I want to be able to live my life. And that's what most Americans want. So they have to spread the false narrative of racism, of sexism, of homophobia. Because then it makes you feel better, right? I chose the left because they're against those evil people.
2: Which is why the left is so against the First Amendment. If you look, you, you know, you, it, it was so, sort of a little talking point, you know, it was used here and there, but now they're blatantly telling you that the First Amendment is somehow a way for to to uphold white supremacy, right? That that the first amend the First Amendment is great when they can use it, right? The First Amendment is only great for them when they can spread lies and the media will cover their asses. But when it comes to us just saying an objective fact like men are men and, and women are women, somehow that is, that is white supremacy in action and it's, it's meant to oppress people. They absolutely hate the constitution, but they love it when they're able to use it to push their agenda, which actually brings us back to, to ACB. They don't want someone that's going to actually be neutral because you don't have And I heard a lot of students from the lottery Crowder show saying, oh, she doesn't represent us. Well, judges aren't meant to represent you. They're meant to be neutral. Because or else you're just going to have another uh, a political arm that's going to base everything off of their feelings and on the majority and on mob rule. And that's not an, an adequate way to have our checks and balances.
0: Right. And they're fine with Joe Biden packing the courts because he'll push what they want. But if President Trump wins and packs the courts, they're not in favor of it. Exactly. But, but because they're on the side
2: tyranny. of the mob. But Again, they wake up?
0: Right. When it's my guy, I'm fine with him doing whatever it takes. Right. Whatever it takes to win, whatever it takes to push my agenda. But guess what? You're not going to be in power forever. And when the other side does it, you're not going to be okay with it. I'm not okay with selective tyranny. I'm not okay with President Trump packing the court. Leave it at nine. Keep it where it is because it's a slippery slope to them just doing whatever the hell they want with our government. There are clearly defined rules in the United States Constitution to limit our government and what they're allowed to do. And we need to keep it that way. Gabe, final thoughts?
1: I'm very excited to see where... The the investigation will actually lead us. I think it's very important that we pay very close attention to the findings of Giuliani uh, into what's actually happening with Obamagate proving to every day more and more to actually be true. Uh, When this story is finally complete and when all the pieces of the puzzle. I can't wait for us to give our commentary on it uh, because Trump set out what he said that he was going to do from the very beginning, which was to drain the swamp. I think that he People talk about Joe Biden just saying like, "Oh, well, he says he's gonna. He, he's for all Americans because he says that he's for the people." Meanwhile, Joe Biden is a part of the same monolith and was a part of the same administration that was there stealing from the people, that was there to shroud, uh, you know, shroud the people's eyes uh, in with uh, with his deep seated corruption. And we really don't know, I think, how far this goes. I'm sure if people listening to the uh, Bongino report, they'll know uh, a lot of what's really been happening. But when it comes to this election, let's see how the left reacts. Let's see how uh, how organized their mobs become. And I'd right. say that we have to stay prepared uh, on many different levels. And just can't wait for November 3rd to come and uh, to come and go for us to win have another four years uh without you know too much uh harm without so much harm to uh, to either side i hope for it to be a peaceful transition
0: into another trump presidency money anything Precisely.
2: yeah actually just, just a last minute thoughts um the democrats keep pushing themselves um and i don't know when this whole narrative flipped but they they um Market themselves as the party of, of the working class, but if you think about it, it's really the, the Republican Party, right? Because lowering taxes benefits everyone, right? Staying out of your business so that you can have more economic freedom, more more choices, even just in your household, right? Like and and your what what your kids are learning, but the Democrats are not the party of the working people. Look at who actually benefited from these ridiculous shutdowns. It was the big corporations that they're supposedly so against, right? Amazon made billions of dollars, while people, some of some businesses are never even coming back. And some are saying, I cannot take another shutdown. If, if we have another lockdown over five cases, not even deaths, five cases in New York, people are saying, we will not be able to make it back. So So really think about it they do not have work, the working class class's best interests in mind. They only want to fatten up their pockets and they're making billionaires like Jeff Bezos more money while they're punishing those that simply wanna put food on the table.
0: Exactly, I think it's a great place to stop. So guys, make sure that you like, share, subscribe to our show, audio, video, all that other stuff. Uh, First, money, tell people where they can find you on the
1: internet.
2: You can find me on uh, Instagram at redpilledicarly, Gabe.
1: Oh, wow. Look at that. Thank you. So you can find me on Instagram at baron underscore Montalvo. Damn it on twitter at baron underscore montalvo sorry and on instagram at baron dot if you're on the facebook uh pages tab on the Explore section uh you can look up gabriel e montalvo my page will come up right there and if you support the hispanic conservative movement please and you're in new york please consider checking out republican national hispanic assembly new york chapter or rnha new york on my, any major social media platform we'd be happy to have you. No, use code Gabe10 at checkout. Oh, out yeah, for- yeah, yeah, Gabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Chill. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, make sure you follow us on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives, on Twitter where I'm really trying very hard to get banned by just spreading stuff about Hunter Biden at Empire State Cons. Um, we are on Parlor at Empire State Conservatives, so if you are on Parlor, make sure to check us out there. And please visit our store, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash store remember all of those proceeds go back into helping us spread the message there is a lot of work to be done in new york we do have some great candidates running please vote for them we have jamie silvestri dave franklin um, liz joy those people all still in the race and they are all still running and all i think have a very very good chance of winning so make sure you are out there on election day supporting those candidates so for that don't smoke crack and don't let fear take your freedom <laughs>